Have you been with a narcissist and you're at the place where you need to leave or you're at the place where you want to leave, but you're not sure how because you're still in love with them? Now, a lot of times we're talking about relationships with narcissism being in the romantic sense and you're at the place where you're like, I know I probably should do this, but I still love them. I still care about them. I still want to be with them. I don't want to give up on them. What do you do when you're in love with a narcissist? If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm the founder of Raw Motivations, the creator of the NARC app, and your guide in the 45-day Clarity Challenge. If you like what you see here, hit subscribe. Hit that notification so you get notified when we drop new videos, when we talk about anything from narcissistic abuse, narcissism, my journey in narcissism. Part of the goal of Raw Motivations is to help people get an awareness about narcissistic abuse, that it is real, that it is a huge thing that is happening in our society today, and it is something that is impacting you probably more than what you realize. The whole goal of Raw Motivations is to build awareness and then help people as they grow, heal, change, and develop. Each one of those are different stages that we have inside the company Raw Motivations to help walk people through a systematic journey of growth and of healing to get to the place where you've continued your journey of healing into a growth mindset and become the person that you are meant or called to be or want to be after getting out of the toxicity. Today, we want to talk about this aspect of like, what do you do when you've fallen in love? When you know that there's this aspect of like, I know it's toxic, like I know I shouldn't be with them, I know that they're bad for me, but I can't leave because I care for them, because I love them. So I want to talk about the pain of loving toxic people and what to do. First thing I want to highlight is like your version of love is probably not the version that they have. Your version of love might look a certain way, might be a certain way, might think that it's a certain way, but it might not be what the other person is exemplifying or talking about or actually putting into practice. Someone once said this idea of a positive projection. Sometimes your version of love, you're like, this is what love is, and I know they love me, so I'm going to take this version of love and I'm going to project it on them. It's like a positive projection of like, maybe it's not as bad as what it actually is. Now, we have to remember that when we're talking about a narcissist, we're talking about a big aspect of a lack of empathy and of disregarding your feelings. And so when this comes to fruition, it's like, how is this person going to connect with you on the same level? Typically, this lack of empathy means that they will damage, they will hurt you, and they'll be unwilling to actually apologize, to interact, to be able to help you through whatever you're going through, because then they'd have to admit that they were wrong and that they hurt you. Typically, you're going to have this aspect of disregarding your feelings, your emotions, because the tension has to be on the narcissist. It can't be on you. It can't be on what you're dealing with. It can't be on anything else, especially not something that they caused. It has to be back on them because typically you're in the relationship and your version of love might not be the same because they say that they love you, but they don't demonstrate it. They say one thing and they do the exact opposite. This is what cognitive dissonance is. It's this idea of holding two opposing thoughts at the same time. Do I believe their words or do I believe their actions? Do I make this decision or do I make this decision? Do I wait for them to rage at me or are they going to give me the silent treatment? Like, what am I supposed to do? And you're stuck in this anxiety, in this manipulation piece where you're stuck there back and forth in limbo land, not sure what decision you need to make. Typically, the version of love that comes out is manipulative and controlling. That was my version. Like my version of love was being in control. It got to be the place that when I was growing up, we got together with a girlfriend and like she got her license. And it was something that pissed me off in that moment because in that moment I was like, I'm no longer in control of driving around, of hanging out, of doing things like that. Now she has her independence. Now she has her freedom. Therefore, she's going to leave. Therefore, and like all these stories come about, all right? 
But in my aspect of like, I have to be able to control. And that was something that I thought and I taught myself and I and imagined that that was my version of love. That's what I convinced myself that my version of love was. But I didn't realize that for a long period of time. So you have to understand like narcissists love is typically this idea to fulfill their needs, desires, and to get what they want. This oftentimes will take the form and look like coercion, whether that's emotional, mental, sexual, like whatever it might be, of getting something they want out of you to fulfill their desires and needs. Oftentimes you'll see the emotional abuse, the lack of care, saying they love, but doing the exact opposite. The, the version of love that the narcissist is putting out there is not going to be the same version of love that you're wanting, that you're looking for. You see, a narcissist is going to want to look good even if they're bad. They're like, I'm not going to acknowledge that I'm a bad person. I'm not going to acknowledge that I have lied, that I have cheated, that I have hurt you. I'm only going to acknowledge that I'm a good person. And I'm going to continue moving on. And oh yeah, by the way, I love you, but then they're still being abusive. They're still hurting you. So you need to understand like a narcissist is not going to have the same version of love that you're expecting. And so when you think about love, you need to understand the version of love that you're experiencing or that you're thinking or that you're wanting to put out there is not the same one that oftentimes you're projecting onto them. Typically, the version of love is completely different. Now, I want you to understand, like, just as we take like a quick pause here, that it's okay that you love the narcissist. It's okay. Sometimes people want to beat themselves up about the fact that they love this person. Well, you have been with this person for a period of time, whether that's a month, whether it's 10 or whether it's 20 years. You've been with this person and you love this person. You care about this person. The problem is the other person doesn't care back. The other person doesn't love you back, or at least they pretend to, but they don't actually show it. So first off, I want to just acknowledge like your love is real. Like you care for them, even if they don't care for you, like you have shown up and you have cared for them. Your love is not conditional. Like you might've loved them through the crazy times, through the abuse, through the worst things ever, and you're still there. Okay? You're still there. It shows that your love is real. It shows that it's not conditional. And it shows that your love is faithful. A lot of times people will stick through the craziest situations to be with a narcissist because they love them. Now there's another whole aspect talking about trauma bond, talking about grooming, talking about gaslighting, talking about all these things that keep you stuck. But I just want to validate for a second that a lot of times when you're talking about love, you'll start to beat yourself up of like, how could I love this person that doesn't love me back? It's okay that you love that person. But what we need to understand, we need to take another pause here is when we're talking about love, you need to understand that your love at times is also hurting you because of your lack of love for yourself. Now, when I'm talking about this is the aspect that sometimes the attention and the focus gets put on the other person so much, you forget about you. When's the last time that you loved yourself, that you took care of yourself, that you spent time with yourself, that you actually practiced healthy self-care, that you actually got out and about, that you were able to get away from the isolation, the abuse to actually focus on you versus the other person? When's that ever happened in the relationship, in the marriage, in the dating, whatever it might be? When did you actually exemplify, hey, this is me taking care of me? But so many times it gets focused and put on the other person that you don't get the chance or the opportunity to focus on you. So here's what I want you to be able to understand and think, these last three things, okay? Even though you love and your love is real, your love is not conditional and your love has been faithful, I want you to understand that love doesn't damage. So the other person saying, I love you, and then they hurt you, isn't love. You'll believe it's love. 
because the intermittent reinforcement, the highs and the lows, you'll think that, oh, maybe this is love. Maybe this is what love looks like. Maybe this is all I'm worth. Maybe this is what I need to do. You'll think all this, but at the end of the day, love doesn't damage. So letting that person hurt you, letting him hurt you, letting him hurt the kids, whatever it might be, and sticking around, being like, it's okay, he loves me. No, he doesn't. Because love is shown by the demonstration, by the actions, by the respect and the care that one person gives another person. If that person is not willing to show that, they don't really love you. You need to understand also that unconditional love does not mean unconditional abuse. And just because you love someone unconditionally does not mean that they have the opportunity, the entitlement to be able to abuse you the way that they have. Emotionally, mentally, physically, sexually, whatever it might be. At the end of the day, your love, no matter how great or no matter how unconditional it is for that person, does not give another person the right to be able to rock all over you. And you need to understand it's loving sometimes to not be with someone. It's loving sometimes to know, hey, we are toxic for each other. Like this isn't a good relationship. You're not helping me grow. I'm not helping you grow because there is no growth on your part. And so getting to the place of understanding like, hey, like this love isn't going to go anywhere. It's not going to help. We're not actually growing or changing or developing. So at that point, sometimes it's the most loving thing to step away from the relationship for you, for your growth. You need to understand last but not least that your love can be damaging because it can end up enabling more bad behavior from the narcissist. Now, what I mean by this is sometimes people are like, but I love them, I don't want to leave them, I'll keep forgiving them, all this kind of stuff. And maybe if I love them enough, they'll change. Typically not. Because typically what's going to happen is your version of love is not the same version of love that they have. And as a result, the narcissist is going to continue doing the things they want to do. And you'll keep accepting them back. And as a result, they'll be like, see, none of the things they say really matters. None of the boundaries that they give me really matters because I can do whatever I want and they still accept me back. They still take me back. They still love me. They still care about me. They still give me the attention. They still give me the reaction, the response that I'm looking for in that moment. And so you need to understand that sometimes your love can be even more damaging because you're enabling more bad behavior from a toxic person. If you're struggling with this concept today of like, what do I do when I'm in love with a narcissist? Need you understand that there's a lot of different things that tie into this, that your love is real, it's not conditional, and it's faithful, but it doesn't mean that you're allowed to have someone damage you. And that your unconditional love doesn't mean that they're entitled to abuse you. And that sometimes loving needs to be where you separate for your own growth. If you're struggling with this and you'd like some help, you'd like some one-on-one -on -one coaching or support going through this to understand, is this toxic? What's this look like? How does this actually play out? You can reach out at rawmotivations.com. We'd love to be able to interact with you. We'd love to be able to help support you going through getting clarity from the crazy making. If you want to take your growth to the next level and join a community that's actually dedicated for that whole reason of getting clarity, you can join the Clarity Challenge. You can go to claritychallenge.net. You can sign up for the next event that'll be coming up to help you find yourself, take back your power, and know who you are after you've been with a toxic person. There's a lot of people that are still with a toxic person going through the Clarity Challenge because they're realizing this can actually get me free mentally. That's the biggest challenge, the biggest battle that we have to fight to help you get clear, help you get safe, and help you find true love. Mm -hmm.